It's DTS-175 and the live streams begin for Curse of Osiris and the reset time is changing. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Destiny, the show, the Destiny news podcast to keep you, the Guardian, ahead of the curve in the world of Destiny. I'm BBK Dragoon. I'm joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy. What is up, dude? How was your week? What have you been playing non-Destiny-wise? See, I'm throwing that into the mix because it's like oh. November, like game apocalypse has begun. <laughs> yeah, so uh, listeners will know that I am uh, continuing on in my Overwatch competitive rankings um i'm not super great i've got a huge loss streak this last week but i climbed back up i'm not gonna say my rank because it's super embarrassing but uh also doing a few things in warframe i'm still super noob at that game and i played more destiny honestly i know you said no i'm non-destiny but this question is hard for me because i played more destiny than any other game this week on the pc kind of grinded my character over there it's been fun. I definitely wanted to mention at the start of the show a little bit more of the BlizzCon stuff that came out, especially with you oh, being yeah. an Overwatch player. The new map for Overwatch looks super cool. The Blizzard world, it's mm-hmm. like a carnival of all these <laughs> Blizzard references. The the snack shop in, in the place, it's supposed to be like a theme park that's Blizz, Blizzard-themed. The snack shop is called Snacks Ramus, and I lost it when I saw that screenshot <laughs> this week. I'm like, oh, my God, Snacks Ramus from, from WoW. And uh, the skins, what do you think about the new skins? The new skins are super awesome. I think every every release, extra release that Blizzard does for Overwatch is just top-notch, and these new skins are no exception. Of course, being my, a filthy, dirty Widow main, I just I like the new Widow skin, of course. My other favorite is actually the Torbjorn skin coming out. It's just It's just really nice to see how Blizzard maker of all these incredible games they all interact or incorporate all their characters into the same universe so they're kind of canon with one another so i think that's actually really cool dude i really want to see a little easter egg nod to destiny in overwatch or something like that something i mean if you look at the anna skin that looks like a hunter maybe that's already one of those Mm. nods but yeah, the, the the blue one with the her face covered with a helmet or something. Yeah, I know. What yeah, you mean. Mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of a stretch. I also want to let our listeners know StarCraft Two is going free to play November fourteenth, and you get the Wings of Liberty campaign, the whole thing for free. Ooh. And that's one of the best RTS campaigns of all time, in my opinion. I think that's the best out of the three campaigns they released with StarCraft Two. The amount of value and content you're getting there is absurd. I got like pulled into the black hole that was competitive starcraft 2 from 2010 to like 2013 got to diamond and then i've pretty much fallen (laughs) off the horse but i'd have massive love for that game and just wanted to uh share and follow up on that post blizzcon diddy because i don't think i mentioned it in last week's show all right today faction rally stats it looks like new monarchy is likely to win the streams for curse of osiris are beginning an update from the social developers a little bit of info on clan chat guided games and then we have a few interviews about curse of osiris that talk about the infinite forest a new public event 
and some of the new PvP maps. All of that and more, plus an infinite ammo glitch, coming up. Dude, where can people find out who's winning this faction rally? I mean, it's it's over by the time they're listening to this, <laughs> but in future faction rallies, there's a cool tool in our Discord, right? Yeah, so one of the bots that we incorporated in our Discord, discord.me slash destinytheshow or destinytheshow.com slash discord, um, you will see, or clan, I should say, whatever, one of those two. Um, <laughs> there's a bot that uh, we call Charlemagne or is called Charlemagne that uh, you do a command uh, exclamation mark faction space rally and it'll spit out the current number of tokens or levels acquired by each faction worldwide so it's it's actually really neat to see the progression there um, as the as the faction rally goes on throughout the week so right now uh, as we're recording this uh, you said new monarchy is set to is looking like it's set to win it's got about 50,000 or 75,000 more rank up packages than the other two factions. So I think that's just a really neat tool there. Yeah. And it's nice to know we'll get the 1,000 degree knife, or we probably already have yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> Those videos have completely died down, by the way. So this faction rally was the first time that the PC players got to try it out. Tons and tons of these token farming methods that I found hilarious. All sorts of different ways to go into hidden sectors, in and out, in and out, in and out, over and over again, and getting as many tokens as possible. I bet you there were some salty PC players who did not know that there's a cap to how many right. of the rank-ups you can get. <laughs> but I, I think these are always going to exist in games, Diddy. In, in some ways, people are like screaming, you need to patch this now, Bungie. But there's a certain level of... Uh, I think gamers just like to feel like they're beating the system. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even if there were more engaging and fun ways to to get tokens, I don't think it would change anything. People love to feel yeah. like you're gaming the system. Yeah, if, if, if something's released in Destiny, or any game for that matter, someone somewhere is going to find a way to cut the corners, right? Mm -hmm. and this is exactly what this token farming is. It's... It's, it's going to happen it, one way or another. Like the, the next raid, someone's going to find a way to cheese it. And it's just, it's inevitable at this point. It's a matter of when and how, not if it's going to happen or not. Yeah. Now the stuff that definitely should get priority, and I'm sure Bungie's looking at it. You showed me it this week. That infinite ammo glitch, dude, is <laughs> expending, extending past the Wardcliffe coil. I'm now seeing it with the fusion rifles. And it's it's not a big deal in PvP, or at least theoretically, I think you would need to stack two power ammo pickups to make it occur. But in PvE, this definitely is something that can be used for your advantage. How how is this like kind of operating? I mean, it's it's very funny because it, it it incorporates. I mean, it's infinite heavy ammo, you know, and heavy ammo, in my opinion, is actually quite plentiful as you're playing through the different activities and uh, utilizing that Titan barricade to reload your weapon instantly and have infinite heavy ammo. I mean, again, gamers just game in the system. So <laughs> yeah, I bet this gets hot fixed in a week or two. Speaking yeah. of more patches in the TWAB official word about what's coming for the PS4 pro and Xbox one X 
in the near future. On December 5th, with Curse of Osiris and the launch of Season 2, they're going to be delivering HDR to these consoles. And for PS4 Pro, you'll continue to see that adaptive 4K resolution and then 4K on the Xbox One X. For those of you who have uh, HDR-capable TVs or monitors, I'm very jealous of you. I can't (laughs) wait to get to see what one of these looks like in 15 years when I can finally afford it. And uh, have you ever seen HDR, Diddy? I have. It's unreal. It's it's so cool. For me, like I look at it and I'm like, this is amazing and yet entirely unnecessary for anything in my life right now. I just, I don't need it. <laughs> as soon as it's, it's affordable, like, I want it, man. This to me feels, as a video nerd, okay, 2160p, yay, that's really nice. But when you see just like from a viewing distance of like 10 feet back or whatever, like a TV situation, HDR is like, Oh my gosh, the colors. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> That's going to be a nightmare once that really enters the world for video editors because that I can just imagine having such more information in the color depth is going to just raise render times, CPU requirements, all that jazz. <laughs> all right, Diddy, when's our first Clarion call getting here, and what on earth is the Clarion call? Clarion call is starting on November 17th. And the Clarion call is basically double XP for everything you do with a fellow clan member in your fire team. Yay! That's it. And they do say, I'll quote here from the TWAB, if you aren't in a clan, this would be the perfect time to join one. Uh, Your increased gains will run from 10 a.m. Pacific on November 17th to 10 a.m. Pacific on November 20th. And they also say, if you're dedicated to playing solo, there will be future Clarion calls that won't require you to play with a clan. Yeah, so I love this. This is right before the transition to season two. And so for everybody who wants to just grind their face off and try and get as many bright engrams as possible as they can, you know, before they retire the season one Eververse gear, that's a really cool idea. Um, I would love to see it extend out past playing with a clan mate because I know there's still probably a very significant portion of the community that isn't in a clan shout outs to dts yet again i'm blown away (laughs) on both the pc and the ps4 side the the two sides of the clan i have insight to you guys are devouring the weekly activities and i'm very thankful and uh, i haven't seen on xbox one but i'm assuming that they're getting to play pretty regularly as well so thanks for being active guys yeah absolutely i mean i i logged in or i logged into bungie net i think on wednesday or thursday of this last week and the pc clan already had all four engrams and I was just like, oh, nice, awesome. Go well log done. in, get those free gear. And, of course, our dedicated console clans as well. They're, they're, they're kicking ass. Indeed. So we heard some word from social designers Emmy Chung and Steve Dolan. You may remember Emmy Chung was who came out at the Destiny 2 reveal event to talk about guided games. And really the, the main improvements that we're going to be seeing on December 5th for the social side of the game is that full clans can now guide diddy they heard your rant and they actually changed that (laughs) that's actually that's a cool dude and then they've added an audio cue so that you know when you found a guide so when you're browsing reddit the hour that you're waiting to find somebody (laughs) to nightfall with it'll be like hey hey you you awake over there it's time it's time to nightfall bud uh, added reminders that if you reject a clan, that you're still at the front of the queue, so you can only pick guides with a mission statement that looks appealing to you, and guided games will support the new Nightfall and Raid content you'll find in Curse of Osiris, which I would certainly hope. They did acknowledge in this portion of the TWAB that 
clan chat would be really cool and that's something that they're looking to do in the future. Um, they definitely say that they can do a much better job about guided games and they're still working on that emote wheel ditty that will let us equip multiple emotes. No timeframes on any of these and uh, I, I have to say, you, you can't uh, can't really stand behind the statement that they're not listening. They're definitely listening. We just don't have the timeline of when these things are going to go into effect. So I'm actually, I'm pretty pleased that they sort of ticked all the boxes of, yes, we're hearing your feedback. Please keep it coming. We're going to try and do this, but we can't tell you when just yet. So, yeah. When I saw the bullet point of four clans can now guide, I just, I did a dance in my chair oh, yeah. at the office. I was just like, yes, we finally get to do it. And uh, finally, cause like all, all three DTS clans across every console is full right now. And so, I know we've got people who want to be guides and they just can't because of that limitation, but now they're fixing it. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, to those who've been asking, I know I've had a few clan members asking, what's the difference between a beginner and a member when you uh, look yes. at that in your clan? Really, this is just a feature that Bungie set up for clan um, admins to sort of delegate who they think should be allowed to run as a guide. You can basically set up roles to where members can run as guides and beginners can't. In all the DTS clans, anybody can be a guide. We've not yes. set up any of those restrictions, mm -hmm. but if anybody's curious why they have those arbitrary terms, it's not because we're labeling you a beginner. You have all the features that everybody else does. <laughs> it's just, there's a little bit of the distinction there if you want it as a clan leader. Mm -hmm. Yep. Reset time is changing. I know the like North American YouTubers are thrilled about this, Diddy. When is Reset happening? Starting on December 5th, so Curse of Osiris release, resets will occur at 1700 UTC. So that is 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> That's going to be noon really Central nice. Time, of course. That's uh, mm -hmm. It was That's 1 a.m., if you guys were curious. Yeah, so. it, was, it was stupid early in the morning for... Now, okay, we are cheering, right? Because this makes it better for us, but we can't ignore that. It's resetting it for, you know, other parts of the world and it's going to make it less inconvenient or less convenient for the rest of the world. Uh, but I, I think this is actually, I, I like it a lot. This will time nicer with releases too, you know? It will, yeah, because I was just about to say, a lot of their patches and maintenance periods, those kinds of things, releases typically happen at this time and it just it didn't make sense i guess from their perspective to have a reset at what 4 a.m and then a release again at noon that same day so they're just kind of unifying everything into one time so it's going to be a little bit more predictable that way yes and to wrap things up this Wednesday, guys, head to twitch.tv slash Bungie for the very first Curse of Osiris live stream. And I think that starts at 11 a.m. PST. Is that right, Diddy? Yes. Okay, cool. And we'll have three weeks of streams. Uh, like Diddy said in last week's show, this initial stream is probably the one you're going to want to tune in for as it will be probably the most substantial. I could be wrong. They might have some hidden hidden things. They do keep throwing in allusions to that new raid content being talked about in these live streams, Diddy. And just to circle back to our conversation last week, I am actually okay if it is the Leviathan. Like, let's say the Leviathan space whale does follow you around throughout, <laughs> you know, the first two expansions of Destiny 2, and it adds two new bosses or maybe three new bosses with these expansions. That actually fulfills sort of 
an idea we've talked about a bunch on the show is wanting tier-based raids where it takes a really long time, the course of like a year before we're going to actually go and fight the ultimate boss of the Leviathan, like real Kallus. And that would be pretty cool. I do hope for new tile sets because that that purple and gold is going to melt my eyes out of my face <laughs> if that's what we have to keep looking at for the next year. But I actually don't think that's a terribly bad idea if it lets them create cool encounters and they don't have to spend as much time building brand new lore for these things, you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you there. I think it would make it would give us more continuity within the Destiny universe as opposed to having these releases and DLCs dropping in their own little story mode bubbles and just being totally seemingly segmented from the rest of the lore, right? And it would give us a larger arc bad guy. I think that would be really cool. Totally. All right, a few articles came out this week for Curse of Osiris. I don't think there's a whole lot of point talking too much speculation because the live stream will be out by mm-hmm. the time a lot of people listen yep. to this show. But we did hear uh, there's no new PvP modes coming with it. However, the live team is working on new PvP modes. The director for Curse of Osiris, Dave Matthews, has said, I'm really in charge of the story and the direction of the story within Curse of Osiris, but things like the economy changes are handled by the live team, and the live team are planning on making changes to not only uh, Legendary Shard economy, but how Xur is going to operate moving forward. Perhaps maybe some new consumables, or maybe they're going to change things up with it. I actually don't have a clue what they're going to do to uh, swap the economy up, but we do know the way gearing is going to work Uh, He alluded to, at least in this Italian interview, Dave Matthews did, some changes there. But did he, he said something about the Infinite Forest that got your mind sort of turning, right? Yeah, so they said, let me see, where is that paragraph that I saw? Here it is. Uh, So they hinted at that players will be able to get one Osiris's gauntlets from the the trailer that we saw. So that'll actually be acquirable in-game. Probably exotic gauntlets there with the Vex Radiolaria. Or, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, and there will, there will be a very unusual, quote, never seen before type of public event. Mm. And that Mercury's Infinite Forest will contain, will contain its fair share of time-bending surprises. So that sentence piqued my interest, right? And this is where... I'm going to speculate just a tiny, tiny bit because I don't want to set my expectations way too high. Um, First of all, the new public event utilizing just a brand new that we've never seen before. And since it's a Vex-based expansion, new patrol within the infinite forest potential patrol space, I thought maybe there's going to be some type of new Vex technology that we've seen previously in Destiny, like like a time gate going through a portal and having a new thing there or maybe even a relic that we'll be able to use i think that would actually be pretty cool my initial thought and less realistic idea was within the public event um and this this probably wouldn't work because it would be a social encounter but everyone freezes in time except for one person and they have to complete an objective to complete the public event but that would be probably too complex and especially if no one loads into your social instance and the second part of that was the infinite forest having its own time bending surprises made me think of Vault of Glass. And uh, for those of you who didn't play Vault of Glass in Destiny 1, 
there was this mechanic in the final boss room, spoilers ahead, where you had to open up a Vex gate and go through that Vex gate. And depending on which one you went through, you went to the past or the future. And uh, also what it looked like when you entered that space, it was either like a Mars tile set or a Venus tile set, uh, desert versus forest, basically. So I thought maybe in the Infinite Forest, since it's procedurally generated, that we could see something like that. So every new area that you go through would be through a time gate, and then you're teleported to a different part of time rather than a different part on Mercury. So I think that would that would actually be pretty cool. It opens up a lot of options too, you know, for tile sets. You could transition into a place that looks really, really different, maybe like a dense forested area, mm-hmm. or you go to like desert, like you said. What if we revisit some of the past, like Destiny 1 locations? Like, uh, now you're in the Dust Palace. Oh, now yep. you're not. Now you're back. <laughs> or even like what we're more familiar with is Nessus, right? Nessus is what they said, 90-something percent converted by the Vex. So yeah. that that is almost what we see as a Vex planet, which we'll see 100% with Mercury coming soon in Curse of Osiris. That's pretty darn cool. Now, on the cover of Expansion 1, Diddy, we obviously have a Warlock. In the cover of the Expansion 2, there's a Hunter. Could we see a Titan on Expansion 3, which would be like <laughs> our... I mean, if it follows the Destiny 1 blueprint, that looks to be something this fall, kind of like the Taken King. Or is something else altogether? Just Zavala on the front cover of the oh, third expansion. Dude, I would buy the Zavala <laughs> expansion pack in a heartbeat. Shax. Shax would be more badass. That would be Yeah. It that would. would be like, ooh, what could that be? Because we never had Shax really in us the story, except for like the very beginning of Destiny 2. Guardian, let me open this door. <laughs> All your stuff was blown up, but here, get this level one weapon that I have. No, um, I actually really don't want it to be a Titan. I don't want to follow suit. I want the third DLC to drop like a totally new class, like yeah. playable fallen class or mm-hmm. the strange or like or like a Hawthorne style, like not a guardian, like a person or uh, like Devrim in the EDZ, like a, like a human, right? Who doesn't have the light that has different abilities that he has to use, he or she rather. And I, I think that would just be super hype because it would be totally unexpected and new. And I think that's, I think that would get people really excited. Dude, I agree. More than a new subclass. Okay. That is where they can expand the gameplay out exponentially for me in Destiny 2. Like that, when you just brought that up, that is the most excited I've gotten just thinking about, oh my word, new classes, not new subclasses, New classes that each have, you know, three subclasses mm-hmm. with them. I yeah. would love to see it just expand. Or I mean, the Taken King comes out. Here's a brand new class. By the way, there's now five subclasses for every class. So we're adding two <laughs> to the existing, you know, Titan Hunter, Warlock. But then you've got five new ones to play from. I know it would be a nightmare for them to have to balance. But that's really the kind of path I want to choose moving forward. I think... It's very safe for them, what they did with Destiny 2. They didn't really dip into bringing any new subclasses in. They just sort of retooled what the existing thematics were. Obviously, I know Dawnblade, quite different than Sunbreaker, but you can still see there's a lot of overlap between the two. So that, to me, Diddy, that just, oh, that is exciting, just (laughs) thinking about all the stuff you could do. 
Destiny 1 fans will be super excited about this. Just imagine the third DLC image drops and it's Varix, right? The fallen ally that we had in the House <laughs> of Wolves. And it's just, just him, right? With no text or anything or like just the text DLC 3 fall 2018 or whatever. Just just that would be the biggest tease and the best tease ever. I'm just, I, I'm getting Dude, a Varix voice pack for PvP? <laughs> Capture points. No. Oh man, <laughs> there's a lot of potential. I'm I'm getting excited here. All right, last thing I wanted to close out with Diddy. I have an idea, right? So they've said they want to add clan chat into Destiny 2. They've thought about adding, and they even mentioned in the bit adding an all chat spaces like the tower or whatnot. That's an awesome way if and when they add it to group up with people, right? If there's like an LFG chat channel, you're saying I'm looking for two more. Do the nightfall, whisper me. That's really cool. But what if you're on the console and you don't have access to that? I don't think they're ever going to add like a voice chat for the tower or something like that. It'd be really cool if they put in some sort of way within the clan for me to, when I get on, like I'm looking to nightfall or trials and I click two little things and then my name card shows in the clan roster that I'm looking, or even in my friends list, that I'm looking to do those two things so that I don't have to individually go through the list and send somebody a message going, hey, you, you want a yes. nightfall? You know what I'm saying? That would be a really cool idea. I feel like and probably, I don't know how hard it would be to implement, but I think it'd be effective, you know? Yeah, basically you put your name into a virtual waiting room for people to join yeah. and you can go through the tower, do a patrol while you're waiting. That would be super cool. That would... That would make grouping up into fire teams with your clan members or with your friends way easier, I think. Yeah, that would be super awesome. Dude, okay, in Call of Duty World War II, the social space, which is now a very anti-social space, okay, so in, in <laughs> Call of Duty World War II, HQ, I think it like had 48 somewhat people in it the first couple of days, like that's how big the social space was, so there's just people everywhere. And they've had to disable that feature because at least for now it was causing a lot of infinite loading problems. They were having a hard time instancing all that many people. So now it's just you in the social space. And like one of my objectives is like, you need to commend another soldier. And I'm like, I can't, there's no one here. And so on the beach are leaderboards, actual leaderboards for the different modes study. Awesome. And as you walk up to them, they load. And I was just thinking in the tower, Oh, that would be so juicy if you just, hey, load into the tower with your buddies. Who, who's that? Who's, who's that there with the fastest lap time in SRL for that map? Hmm? Is, that, is that Diddy? D it's Diddy right there. Bungie right there. World, yeah. Worldwide leaderboards. Yes. I think, I think it's got all the distinctions that normal COD leaderboards do, but I, it was just cool. I looked at it and I went, that's sweet. Destiny <laughs> needs to do that. All right, guys. I hope you enjoy the live stream this week from Bungie. Diddy, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy, D-T-S, D-I-T-T-Y, D-T-S, where I forgot to mention at the top of the show, I'm gonna uh, you'll see a picture there of a cheese that I recently tried out because I, I was just at the store, grocery store, and it was just, oh, my goodness, I would need to try that. It's uh, The brand is Deer Creek. This is not a paid promotion, by the way, and this is totally random. BBK has no idea I'm about to say this. The, the brand is Deer Creek, the rattlesnake flavor. It's sweet and spicy. It is a specialty cheddar cheese. It says it's infused with tequila and habanero peppers. Uh, and it's it's fantastic. When I bought it, when I saw it in the store, I thought it said jalapeno peppers, but it says habanero peppers. So it was way spicier than I thought it was. I just 
lob I just chopped off a block of it and put it in my mouth and my mouth was on fire for 10 minutes. It's fantastic. Also, youtube.com slash wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Oh, man. The cheese plugs are real. We need a cheese <laughs> sponsorship, dude. Remember to um, follow us on Twitter, at Destiny The Show. And all the links from today's show and more are found on our website, destinytheshow.com. If you're interested in joining our clan or learning more about our Discord, you can go to destinytheshow.com slash clan. Crazy, I know. You can follow me at BBKDragoon on both YouTube and Twitter. Have a great week, Guardians, and we will talk with you next time. Thank you.